You're listening to BetQL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook, with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, and Aaron Hawksworth from BetQL. Welcome on in. BetQL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth here on a Wednesday morning on the BetQL Network. We've got a lot to get to today. David Behrman of ESPN Chalks going to join us a little bit later on on the NFL. Pam Maldonado on, uh, from Yahoo on some college football coming up in a little bit, too. Guys, I'm back. Glad to be back uh, as this week moves along. How were the last two days? What did we talk about? Matt Nagy a little bit? <laughs> oh, just a little bit. Yeah, welcome <laughs> back, Joe G. We're thrilled to have uh, have you back. I was kind of a little, little sad. I, I wanted to hear the rantings and ravings of one Joe Gilio after that disgusting uh, Monday night performance. How about, th- how about this? How about we, we pump up a, a Homer parlay. And look at what happened with Washington, Chicago, and Philadelphia. Oh, my goodness. We're just throwing <laughs> money away. Uh, my quick thought on that, because I, I, I don't know if I, I want to talk about it anymore now that it's a day past. But my quick thought on it is, Knicks, that might have been the worst coached game. And I'm not excusing. Jalen Hurts played really poorly. But that was one of the worst coached games I have seen in the NFL this season. Like, Nick Sirianni and Matt Nagy could get lost together. Because the two of them on, on Sunday and Monday, th- those weren't game plans. Like, what was that? I mean, he had Hurts how to dry behind an offensive line that's depleted. Just throw it every time. No big deal. Yep. What do you think's going to happen? Like, I, I just, I didn't know what I was watching. That was ugly. That was bad football. Yeah, let's what keep giving that Cowboys What were your thoughts on Nick Sirianni uh, wearing that beat Dallas shirt? Probably shouldn't do that again. Yeah, you know, if you're going to pander, you better win. Like, if you're going to be, be that, like, <laughs> yeah. it's not high school football. Like, let's just all grow up. Man, that was... That was really, really bad. And now the Eagles get a, a nice breather on Sunday when the Chiefs, who desperately need a victory, come to Philadelphia. The Eagles are staring at one and three. Can we find out the – can you guys check on the, the final tally of the three teams this weekend? All of them got blown out. All of them, including our Washington Homer Buffalo. Parlay, yeah, yeah. Our Homer Parlay was absolute garbage. We I hope you faded way, it. Like you said. Yeah, I hope you faded it because then you did something. Maybe we'll have some news over the next three hours, by the way, because Matt Nagy was supposed to talk Thursday. That's changed. He is now talking today. The narrative is changing because the Bears bought the Arlington Arlington Racecourse property. That just came out a few minutes ago, so the Bears are probably going to be moving to the suburbs as they're trying to change this narrative a little bit. So maybe we're going to get some quarterback news. What he said the other day, a lot of people just brushed it to the side. He might be announcing Nick Foles is starting Sunday against Detroit. That's a possibility. Give me the local reaction when that happens. <laughs> oh, my God. Yes, I will. I will. Stay tuned. <laughs> oh, goodness. That was, QB3. It was, the despair it was that just passed through my brain hearing that <laughs> sentence is just – I've never felt anything quite like it, to be honest. He's good for one a game, one a year, one a year. It might not be. Yeah. He, he, he's done all right against the Lions in the past. One of his Look best ever Paul. games. Look, he's trying That's to sell me on a contest pick on Chicago. Are you kidding me? You can't bet on Foles. I love <laughs> Foles. It's over. <laughs> it's over. You can't do it. All right. Let, let's, um, let's toss it to Aaron for some headlines today on this Wednesday morning. No headline sound? All right, we're jumping right into it then. Yankees opened a three-game set with the Blue Jays with plenty of AL, AL wildcard implications. Aaron Judge homered early and Giancarlo Stanton put it away late. And then also, 
the Red Sox lost to the Orioles. I am upset about this one because I, after the show, I'm like, you know what? Baseball, it, you know, we're coming up to the postseason. Did a little money line bet. I was like, surely with Chris Sale on the mound, the Red Sox will not lose to the Orioles. Sure enough, they did. And how about the Seattle Mariners beat the A's so they jump the Jays? Um, three teams within one game for the second wild card spot. So how are we feeling about our Jays, guys? Ooh, my head is spinning. My head is spinning. I, I was reading uh, Jeff Passan's breakdown on all the scenarios that could happen. And by the time he got to scenario 4B, I just couldn't take it anymore. I'm like, I'm just so confused. I don't know what the hell's going to happen. So do we do we know now that since Oakland lost last night, they're out of the mix, right? It, we're not going to have the five. We're not going to have the five-way tie for that second wild card, which was a possibility, or, or both wild cards. I forget all the scenarios. I'm not feeling great because now so we Oakland's, have to. G- Oakland's not out yet. Their okay. tragic number is two. So their elimination okay. number is two. They're they're close, right? They they lose one more to Seattle here. That would yeah. Do it. And so the Mariners need some help. Um, they need the O's to beat the Red Sox. They need the Nats to beat the Red Sox at least a couple times, right? Yeah, a little bit of a little bit of help. And they have and, to but, win out. <laughs> well, good thing for uh, Seattle, they're going to get the Angels at the very end right. of the season, and at least one. Th- feather that we do have in our cap right now is that uh, Baltimore, those last three. So uh, five games for the Blue Jays. We've got two with the Yankees, three more with the O's. This is going to come down to the final day. I think that's uh, pretty much common sense. If you look at fan graphs this morning for that second wild card spot, they have the Red Sox 74.5% chance of making the playoffs. They have Toronto a half game behind Seattle, but they have Toronto at 18.2 and they have Seattle at 15%, and they're a half game out. I am so excited. Having grown up in Seattle, we used to, um, Ken Griffey Jr. used to play uh, golf near our house at this course. We used to ride our bikes to try to get a glimpse of them. And this team, I think this is the longest playoff drought in all of sports. They have not, the Mariners have not made the playoffs since 2001. I mean, this is just a really cool story. And by the way, they have a minus 50 run differential that's insane Ooh. to me wow. well you remember last it's month ac- their manager said that it's they actually don't worry called the fun differential. differential that's that's right see jake's on it's the fun <laughs> differential at seattle and it's working they I won nine out of ten important yeah so i'm actually now like we all want the blue jays right that's a show thing I, i'm gonna the blue jays but i i would love if the mariners made this is the mariners no. are the mariners gonna go, listen are the Terrible. mariners gonna go down as the max scherzer of uh, for this show of this race we ignored Max Scherzer in the NL Cy Young. Joe, we missed it. And yeah. all year, every time, every time we talked about this in July and August, we're like, well, the Mariners run difference is like minus 60. They're not really going to be there at the end. And they're there. I, I don't know how they're doing this, but they're half out with five games to play. Like, they have as good of a shot. I know 15%, but whatever. If they went out, they've got a real shot. They've you won two, 17 games this month. Yeah. I'm, I'm all in on the Mariners. You Love two it. are the only Americans breathing that want Seattle to make the playoffs. Are you kidding me? No, Who I, wants I have an Seattle? Ulterior, this is a great story. <laughs> I, have no. ulterior, I have an ulterior motive on this. If the Mariners make it, the Phillies have the longest playoff drought in Major League Baseball. And I want them to oh. have that. They deserve that. They deserve they that. Really? If the, because that. the Mariners have the longest That's in the my... NL. 
AL Phillies NL. Yeah. God, that's mind blowing. I just, you know, flashback as a kid and that Phillies team was so damn good every year. And now they're just such trash. I can imagine. Yeah, Joe G's childhood. You were, you were all in on the Phillies. They were great. And, and now look at them. Do you guys really want Seattle, though? Let's push the Toronto ticket I to do. the side for a moment. You, Aaron, we want Seattle in. Joe G, do you really – wouldn't so, you rather see this Blue Jays squad yeah, in there? I would. That's, yeah, Yankees-Blue Jays would be the best game. Yankees-Red Sox obviously has that kind of appeal, but, I, I mean, it's lost at something the last couple of years. I'll take Yankees-Blue Jays. That'll be a fun game. You know what's interesting? I just thought of because this one kind of tugs at my heartstrings a little bit. I'm Canadian, and obviously right. Blue Jays the only Canadian team. But I'm also I grew up in Seattle, was born in Vancouver. There's a lot of people in Vancouver, Canadians, who drive across the border and are Seahawks and Mariners fans. So I'm curious, you know, mm. if there's more uh, people in Vancouver that would want the Blue Jays, or they might actually want the Mariners. Or are they just going to take whichever team makes it? That's our team. We're going to roll with it. Go. Probably probably more that. Yeah. Yeah. All right. That definitely could be. All right. Before we get to some football here, last night, uh, another show team, Jake Hassan's team, the St. Louis Cardinals, clinched their spot. They have won 17 games in a row. I mean, this, we're at the point now where this is ridiculous. Like, this happens very rarely. 17 or more games in a row. Those kind of winning streaks are not, like, every year we're talking about this. This is crazy. And how about this? They get, what, five days to, to, to rest and to set themselves up while the Dodgers and Giants are still playing it out. And the Giants are up two. So unless something changes the next couple of days, the Dodgers might tap out that last day and just say, all right, well, we're out. We're just going to get ready for the wild card game. But, yeah. man, like, what an advantage for St. Louis. Okay, hold, so we've been talking about that scenario. You just painted a moment ago with the National League West, how they're going to play it at the very end. And we'll, we'll have to wait till the weekend. And, right. and I'm sure they have some sort of a plan mapped out. What are you doing if you're St. Louis? Management versus players. I assume that the players want to take this as far as they possibly can, but are they going to give everything they have at the very very end of the regular season when it's completely meaningless, when they've already locked up their spot in the postseason just to drag this winning streak out a little bit? Uh, Jake Hassan, the fan here, the Cardinals fan, what do you want them to do in the final few days here? I mean, honestly, they might not have to do much. They finish with three against the Cubs. They might, they might not have to give a hundred percent and still sweep the Cubs because the Cubs. But are you playing your starters? I would say you you probably still play most, like Goldschmidt, Carlson, Bader, those guys who are hot right now. I would say there's no reason to sit them. But guys like Arenado, Arenado's dealing with a back thing. Yadier Molina's old. Like just sit, sit those guys who might need it more. But if you don't have a reason to, I see no reason to. What'd you do, Joe? I would, I would start sitting, guys. I got to get ready for next week. Like, I just, yeah. You know what would be the best thing for the Cardinals? If they lose today. Get, get, get the winning streak's over. Let's yep. just go play playoff baseball next week in, in L.A. or San Francisco. Like that. I mean, the worst thing would be is if they play one of these guys on Sunday, right, or Saturday, and someone gets hurt in a meaningless game. Like, there's no reason for that. So I'm with Jake. I'd definitely sit the banged-up guys. But I'm also going to sit Goldschmidt on Sunday or Saturday, right? He's old, too. He doesn't play old, but he's not what a is, young guy. What is 20 20- – games do for you like we remember a couple years ago when cleveland did it but right no i mean your legacy is the postseason the money ball a's did it and then they're not got knocked out in the first round i think that year which that yeah. was always with that team right they remember seattle when they were knocked out right away with their record yeah. yeah i mean it happens right so but they're in so the the cardinals are in. so the drama right now is in the al wild card <clears throat> excuse me there is no drama in the nl east the braves are going to clinch that 
within a day or two over the Phillies. That's that's <laughs> that's all but a wrap. All right. <clears throat> what is Harper get... a wrap? You think? There's buzz around Soto more and more every day. Yeah, I think Harper needs a good finish here. Even I'm not gonna make the playoffs, but like if he goes over his last twelve, I'm watching my ticket just like I mean Soto gets on base three times a game. <laughs> what is he doing? Sean Zarillo came on the show yesterday. He said Soto's still alive to win this. Yeah. I wonder if they that, talk he... trash to each other, Harper and Soto. Soto. <laughs> this is <Maybe>. my award. <laughs> be awesome. Yeah. Eric, you want to let's just jump to some football here. Yeah, speaking of talking trash, actually, Tom Brady's father went on a podcast um, and he, he spoke his mind a little bit about Tom Brady going to the Bucks and, and how things ended with Bill Belichick in New England. So Tom Brady, you know, got word of this uh, rather attention grabbing podcast and said, should Tom Sr. continue to speak out on my behalf, I reserve the right to put him in a nursing home against his <laughs> will. <laughs> Dude, how <laughs> much more likable? Kidding, but it was funny. TB12 is so much more likable since he left New England, right? Yeah. 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 God, He's getting so more expert. As we should hate him more, he gets more likable. It's weird. I honestly think he was probably always like this, but just how Bill keeps things so tight and right. buttoned mm -hmm. up there. I've, you know, I've talked to players who have played for the Patriots, and they're like, it is different. It is so different. You go in that building, you, you know, and, and so I think he had to be like that, but I have a feeling he had a pretty cool personality this whole time. This was just the first that we really get to see it. I'm sure a lot of people saw the headline and they wanted to react. Oh, Tom Senior, shut up! What's why is his dad talking? Get out of get out of the way! Stay out of TB12's business. He's got enough going on. It's Bucks Patriots week. Tom flipped the story. He changed the narrative completely with this one-liner. Fantastic, fantastic job. Yeah, that's <laughs> what he does. So speaking of the Bucks, how about the the Richard Sherman thing that just happened? Yep, yeah. all over. I just got alerts on my phone. Adam Schefter's tweeting about it. Richard Sherman announced on his podcast um, that he signed a one-year deal with the Bucks. So, hey, the Super Bowl champs just perhaps got a little bit better. When are we going to break some news? We got to break some news on this show. Come on, keep those podcast numbers climbing. We need to, start, we need to get some some athletes on here. <laughs> uh, the Bucks, the Bucks understand their issues right now. Um, yeah, you know, you, they they weren't all that competitive. The final score, ten. Okay, it looks close at the end. The game was not that close. That was all Rams. And the issue right now with their team is the secondary, the injuries that have piled up. That's the big problem. You can pass on that puck, Bucks defense right now, and many teams have. So they see it, and Richard Sherman's like, yeah, yeah, let's get a ring, let's do this. I can help their secondary out. Um, so it's it's interesting. Uh, I, I don't know, Joe G, did you flip on the result of that game? Meaning I think the consensus was Bucks won, Rams two going into that game. Some people did. Some walked away and said, you know what, maybe the Rams are one and the Bucks are two with the way that secondary is playing right now. Yeah, I still say Bucks are long-term the better play. Um, but obviously they have some issues too. The only thing I say about this, this signing here, if you need Richard Sherman, if you're signing old corners – you're in trouble on, on defense. Like, old corners don't get faster. What? They get How slower. How old is Tom Brady? But he's not a corner. Corner. <laughs> yeah, corner. Yeah. Quarterbacks, he could have his TB12 and, and play forever. All right, on the other side, we got a lot to get into here, including divisional games in the NFL, divisional dogs, including 
The Lions and the Bears. Oh, boy. What is Matt Nagy going to do? We'll talk about it. BetQL Daily presented by FanDuel Sportsbook on the BetQL Network.